Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. No snow day for feds. The Office of Personnel Management announces agencies in the D.C. area will open on time today. Light snow fell overnight, causing some roadways to become slick. In Maryland, though, Naval Air Station Patuxent River is on a two-hour delay. One senator is trying to get Customs and Border Protection back on track to fill a number of vacancies. Senator Claire McCaskill introduces the Border and Port Security Act. It would let CBP hire 500 new Customs and Border Protection officers and support staff every year until it's fully staffed. CBP currently has 1,200 vacant officer positions. The Government Accountability Office finds the Federal Emergency Management Agency is behind on processing its disaster relief appeals claims. GAO says between 2014 and 2017, FEMA processed only 9% of first-level appeals and only 11% of second-level appeals within the 90-day limit. It recommends ways for FEMA to track appeals more accurately and to better develop its workforce. GAO says in 2016 and 2017, 15 U.S. disasters resulted in losses exceeding $1 billion each. GSA reverses a major procurement decision after seven years. The General Services Administration reopens to new vendors, Schedule 75 for office supplies and services, seven years after closing it in favor of strategic sourcing. GSA also announces it will establish two new special item numbers under the schedule. One SIN will be called Office Supplies 4, and the other will be for overseas office supplies and products and services. GSA closed down Schedule 75 to new vendors in 2010 and pushed as much sales as possible to the strategic sourcing vehicles known as OS2 and OS3. I'm Jason Miller. Former CIA case officer is arrested, charged with unlawful retention of national defense information. Jerry Chunxing Lee worked for the CIA starting in 1994. Law enforcement officers found top secret information in Lee's possession in 2012, but were unable to arrest him until yesterday as he tried to enter the country from Hong Kong. The Veterans Affairs Department is focusing on its 18 for 18 this year. It has 18 projects that cross the Veterans Health Administration and VA's Office of Information and Technology. Telehealth, suicide prevention, and the electronic health record are among the big projects. It's also starting to migrate 30 years of health data to a new Cerner IT system, implementing a new EHR as a 10-year project. But the department is focusing this year on deploying new infrastructure to support a new health record. VA should also look towards tightening up its policies for securing its facilities. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Government Accountability Office auditors say VA's risk management policies don't incorporate the complete menu of standards established by the Interagency Security Committee. Those date to 2013, but VA says its risk management program predates that. GAO says Veterans Affairs should consider the size and population of a facility when determining its security level, and it should more closely assess the security performance of each facility. I'm Tom Temin. Navy Commander of Service Forces Vice Admiral Thomas Rodin is stepping down after the service was plagued with accidents this past summer. Defense News reports Rodin is expected to send in his resignation letter this week. 17 sailors died this year due to ship collisions. Rodin has been head of Service Forces since August of 2014. The Navy plans to double the amount of time it allows sailors for paternity leave. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The service plans to announce the changes as soon as next month. The policy would extend paid leave to 21 days, up from the current 10 days. It would apply to the spouse of anyone who's just given birth, but would also apply to the legal custodians of a new baby, including adopted ones. Congress authorized the expansion of paternity leave for the military a year ago, but didn't make it mandatory. The Defense Department would still have to update its own regulations before the change goes into effect. 
Jiren Serbu, Federal News Radio. Troops may be able to get experimental medical products in the field faster. The Defense Department and the Food and Drug Administration are teaming up to expedite the approval of some products for service members. The two agencies will meet every six months to discuss what medical items to prioritize. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.